small details, but I'm just going through how sick I was. And, Did uh, you fold your laundry the way you wanted it, though? <laughs> he dressed me <laughs> <up> <laughs> <today>. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Attention, podcast listeners. Do you like laughter, friendship, talking? Then fill your ears with episode four, starting now. All right, so that was uh, my little, you know, the story time episode I wanted to share with you guys, mainly because Umberto and Kenny are on the this podcast but uh the 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 planned reason why they were here is for the challenge uh which if you listen to the first episode of this podcast you'll know that a big part of my life is uh lifting weights and exercise and all that stuff um and umberto is sort of i would for sure on same ground as me uh kenny maybe not so much kenny likes to be fit but he's not all about lifting weights and going to the gym like me and umberto but uh the challenge is something that Umberto came up with, and I don't know if you want to take the lead here, Umberto, and explain what it's all about and why you yeah. and why you came up with it. Yeah, sounds good. Um, so just a little background, I guess. We've always kind of, like you said, been athletic, always like doing things. Even the three of us would do um, adventure races, like the obstacle races, whatever. We just kind of like doing things. I've always pushed to do those kind of things because it brings us together, you know, just to to bond as besties or whatever. And then we're doing something together, which is athletic and and it's good for you. So every little bit, me and Alan would work out regularly. So every little bit, we'd throw something at each other. Oh, you know, how many pull-ups can you do in a row or whatever, odd little challenges like that. So I guess that that's where it stemmed from, just kind of like helping each other, push each other a little bit past what we normally do on a date on a regular basis. So I just got over um, pec reconstruction surgery. I tore my pec uh, doing flat bench um, a couple months ago. It's been six, seven months. But we talked about this challenge maybe January was our weigh-in, right? Yeah. Think January, yeah. January 18th was our day one That's weigh-in. Right. So January 18th was the weigh-in. So from my injury in August to January, I wasn't really able to do much. Um, so I feel as if I lost a lot of like body mass, like muscle mass, I lost a lot because I wasn't able to do anything. So as a challenge, I threw out the idea, since I'm on the road kind of to recovery, um, why not throw the challenge to my besties and see about how much we can progress in January to May, so to the end of May, to Memorial Day. I have a little get-together here at the house, so um, you guys are obviously coming, so that's when I figured it would be a good day to end the challenge. So we came up with it as a form of how much lean muscle mass you can you can gain from just simply working out wherever we are now. Obviously, I hadn't touched a weight since August. So um, either gained a lot of body fat and lost a lot of muscle mass. So the challenge was how much change could you have in your muscle mass from start to finish? Obviously, the the, the, the goal of the challenge would be how much each one of us gained. So it'd be a percentage of your weight and then obviously just taking body uh, lean body mass into account. So deducting your, your fat, your, your percent body fat. So I posed it to the group and uh, it was welcomed. So it's obviously helps me kind of get back on my feet. And it also, like I said, initially it kind of helps push us just to, as a group, uh, healthy competition, help push us past our normal limits. Um, and if you guys heard, uh, Alan's first podcast, uh, it's kind of his, his push yourself, his, his, uh, the effort that he puts in now is completely different. I don't know if the pot, if the challenge kind of 
help stem that. But it's the 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 the, the point of all these little challenges that we come up with, with for each other. Just that help push each other a little bit more, um, help challenge each other a little bit more. And it's a friendly competition. I mean, we're not trying to outdo each other. Just kind of a friendly thing. So the weigh-in was January eighteenth. Um, I have a scale here that does your percent body fat plus your weight. So it's kind of crude, but it's one of those electric um, resistance meter things that you kind of hold at your local gym or whatever you put in your height, your weight, um, your if you're male, female, ath- athletic or normal, and then um, your age. And it kind of calculates, I guess, the what your resistance should be or whatever. And then when you step on these these electrodes it sends a current and it registers how much current resistance there is in each electrode and it kind of bounces off and and estimates what your percent body fat is so i have one of those at the house it's dark magic it sends dark magic through you and calculates uh, your percent (laughs) body fat it's it's actually like a blue light scan of your body right and then it kind of calculates it that way right it's just science science (laughs) magic right so we did that on the 18th that night. All of us got on, weighed each other. We documented everything. We, we put how much percentage we are plus our, our weight. And then the um, uh, Memorial Day will be the final, the finale to see where we all at. So that's, that's the explanation of what it is. And as, just because you mentioned it, my push, as I call it, that my increased effort started around November, sometime before Thanksgiving. So I had started on that excursion a little bit before this challenge started and that was just the challenge was fuel to the fire i think um to keep me going um it's hard to one thing is when you're with anything you know we do these races and whatever events and stuff and and this is sort of like umberto said kind of trying to mimic that somewhat is you kind of need a a deadline or a a, as a goal or something because it's hard to sit there and just essentially weight training or running or if you're just doing it it really is just it's practice and you're practice you're perpetually practicing and if you don't have a game or a, a you know something coming up a race or whatever some way in something coming up it's hard to sit there and push when you're just practice 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 you know alan iverson uh it's hard to practice perpetually without and keep the effort up when you don't have some kind of end date coming up but uh, I'll just run through the stats. And so anyways, because of that, I think having the date and the challenge and competing against your friends definitely helps. I know Umberto wanted to bet some money on this. And I said, <laughs> we were sort of like, nah, you know, Kenny not being big into weights, probably, does, I don't know if he assumes probably he won't win. I don't know. But, uh, you know, $100, $200 wouldn't be terrible. But at the same time, I was, my thought was it takes more willpower when there's nothing on the line than your pride. Uh, that was sort of my viewpoint on it. So I just good. based on that. Um, I didn't think about it like that, but that's good. But I didn't want to lose $200. I was in the worst <laughs> place to win anyways. Um, oh, don't so, worry. I, I'm going to lose no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> no, come on, Kenny. There's still time. You know, There's still time. Three weeks left. I, I still have a broken sternum. So I, uh, <laughs> No, Umberto inspected you. He said that's your nipple. You're good, bro. You're good. You could push through that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I got the numbers from the first day, the January weigh-in, which was our day one weigh-in. So I have them right in front of me. So I'll just read them off. 
Uh, this was January 18th. It's the end of April right now. So I'm, I know these numbers for me have changed a little bit. I'm not body fat. I have a scale, but not a body weight, uh, body fat scale. Um, so my numbers, I'm six feet tall at the time in January, I was 174 pounds at 9% body fat, which was 158.3 pounds of lean body mass. Um, and I'll just comment on the side that that was after a long period, again, you know, before, uh, before Thanksgiving, I had started off on a, you know, a lot of dedication in that time period and pushing at the gym. And I had been probably from before Thanksgiving until this way. And I had been really good on my diet and stuff and just eating really good. And obviously, uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas, I'm sure I ate like a pig, but other than that, I didn't let it linger and go for a week. Like I typically do, but, uh, I was in very good shape. I don't know if I'd ever been that lean before. Um, so I was sort of peaking at this time period. Um, Umberto also right around six feet tall, uh, two forty and a half pounds at the time, 16% body fat, uh, which ended up, that's a lean body mass, which is just your muscle mass of 202 pounds. And Kenny height five, nine, 163 pounds, 17 and a half percent body fat, which was uh, 134.4 pounds of muscle lean body mass. Um, so I was at the, the standout number there was, I think everyone was surprised. I was at 9% body fat, um, 16 for Umberto and 17 and a half for Kenny. I honestly, that's, I don't know. I, I'd say that's average American male walking around type, you know, honestly, I don't know what you guys think, but that's not bad. The 9%? No, 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 no. You guys are like high teens of percent. I mean, maybe even lower. I mean, a lot of people are probably like 20 to 25 and that's probably yeah. considered obese or something. But Yeah. The average is definitely, I don't think the average across the nation is nowhere in the teens, bro. True. I yeah, want to say everyone under 20, sits. You're probably yeah, doing all right. Exactly. Um, yeah, none of us are fat just to make, that, just to make that point. Um, Except Kenny. Oh, how dare you? I do what I can. Hey, how, do any... Look at you. We're both the same height and you're 240 and I'm 174 at the time. Uh... <laughs> yeah, but I'm like the little Oompa Loompa. Yeah. Several inches shorter and I've got the most body fat. <laughs> my my pride of that, I guess the, the 9%, there's no way I was 9% because I still, even at that number, I at that day, I still did not even have a six pack. So I think I was more like 12 or so, somewhere around there. Because I don't, you know, I think the, the, the UFC guys, when they're like, look like they're about to die from dehydration are probably like 5%. So nine, I would say, you know, there are a lot of error with those scales that, yeah, you know, definitely the caveat is type thing. Yeah, but, definitely the caveat for these measurements is a plus or minus two percent. I mean you get the same thing when you do caliper checks. The right. only way you can really narrow it down to I think it's sub plus or minus one percent is when you do that pool test. Yeah, when you float water. in the pool. Yeah, the water test. But I think as long as we're keeping our measurement method consistent, it's it's a good enough tracker to before and after results. So I mean Yeah, I don't I think, think it it's not going to jump 2%, 3% between measurements, I don't think. No, right. So, I mean, the goal, I guess, would be just to see where we started and then where we ended. There has to be a delta. So, this, the, the challenge is whoever's delta is greater as far as the lean body mass gain. 
So, so that's all our numbers. I was the uh, front runner coming into the gate, if you want to call it that. But uh, I have some reasons why I think I would lose. Um, so I had sent you guys some notes where I put all of our names and a column or a, a line item for strengths and weaknesses. So I can lead since I already have some notes down. But uh, uh, so I guess I'll start with Kenny um, and who I, I thought Umberto would win. Um, he's a large person. Um, just I know he likes to lift weights like me. Um, you know, we talk about it a lot. That's sort of, again, why this all came up. Um, but anyways, so Kenny, for strengths, I have uh, should grow like a beginner, muscle-wise. <laughs> and that's basically because yeah. Kenny does not like to lift weights. He would right. lift weights with us when we all worked together, but he essentially told us that that was just so he could hang out with us more. And he would work out good, <laughs> but definitely, you know, he's not going to the gym on his own. He doesn't have a gym membership. I apologize, Kenny, because you taught me a great lesson for the previous story I just told, but uh, that's the only strength I have for you. Should grow <laughs> like a beginner. Don't um, worry, I don't have any strengths for myself, so it's okay. <laughs> uh, I did think of one, and I forgot to put it on here. Actually, I had thought of one in the last week or so. I would say uh, decent genetics, good genetics, I would say, but I think that applies to all of us. None of us, again, none of us are fat. We're all fairly athletic. We've played some level of it, you know, high school sports, I think, and <laughs> Um, we all have some athleticism and, and Kenny, uh, you know, genetic gift wise and all that stuff is no, no exception. So there's that also. Uh, so on to Kenny's weaknesses, I have <laughs> donuts. <laughs> Are you describing what's around his waist? I've, I've cut back, man. Uh, known to eat. You know, six donuts for breakfast <laughs> on any given day. Uh, so donuts, chocolate, and bagel shops. <laughs> and then I also have uh, doesn't like the gym, doesn't have a gym membership, dot, 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 what is his plan? <laughs> <laughs> so he was here to participate and be a, a participant, but... I don't know. I don't know how it happens without being a, having a gym membership. Honestly, you would have had to execute it on your, uh, uh, what were we calling it? Your, your outdoor backyard gym. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. The monkey bars. He never built yeah, the monkey bars and <laughs> parallel bars and a pull-up bar essentially. And a lot of that I... running and you would have had a chance some push-ups. Liposuction is getting really cheap these days. Yeah. <laughs> they have that new one where you can just kind of melt it off or something like non-invasive right <laughs> so i guess that's another i don't know that we ever explained the exact equation but so we got our body fat our lean mass at the day one uh the final weigh-in will actually be uh pounds of gained lean mass so you know but it's a percentage mass, eh, but it's a percentage a yeah, percentage exactly. of change based on your starting weight yeah Correct. Okay. Pounds of right. lean mass gain divided by right. so it would actually be your your end weight because that factors in if you lose weight it helps you like if you keep your body fat down it helps you if you yes you can't just gain ten pounds of muscle and twenty pounds of fat and win you have to like be yep. somewhat lean or lean whatever um, so that's what I have for Kenny's strengths and weaknesses Umberto do you have any points on 
Kenny, on Kenny? Specifically. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'd start off with the one. So I agree, the beginner kind of, uh, kind of muscle growth. He has the ability to. He doesn't hit the gym regularly like me and you. So if he gained, a, got a membership, went to the gym like me and you do, I think his muscles would respond in a way like, like you said, beginner growth. So he yeah, would have a spurt. Off. Yeah, you take off. He'd have a spurt, and you never know, you know, how whatever, how many pounds he can gain. The other one is he started running. So if he starts doing, Kenny plays soccer regularly. So if he if he upped his running, he would reduce his body fat. Joined the gym, started working out, got this this amazing growth. He would gain muscle mass faster than me and you would. So I kind of felt like that would be his strength. His weakness, the only weaknesses I had for him was he didn't have a gym membership. <laughs> so that was pretty much his only weakness. But I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't see. I mean, I don't. I don't think he eats all that bad. The other one, the only the only other negative I came up with is that he travels a lot for work. So being away yeah. from home, you have to eat like you know you have to eat whatever you can come up with. You the gyms at hotels aren't usually adequate, so you'd have to kind of compensate with whatever you know they had available for you. But as far as like his weakness, I'd say it was his travel is too much. He, he travels too much. He he's not you know able to dedicate full time like me and you are. Um, and then just the weakness of not having a gym membership. <laughs> so obviously he doesn't really enjoy it much. But again, the same thing. If he started, did three days a week. I mean, like you said, genetics is he would work out with us a couple of days a week just to kind of hang out. But he would do, you know, half our workout and he'd have some massive pump already. And I'd be jealous of the way he looked. You know what I'm saying? Like the guy had great arms and he did two exercises and yeah. he'd walk out, you know? And that's the genetics. He'd show up two days a week and do one day of curls and have big biceps that's what, after, yeah, a that's, month, after a month uh, right. but yeah if you if you if anyone if you've never lift weights it's definitely true when you start off you know you're at days you know stage one not you've never lifted weights or you're sort of whatever you're new to it it's your first gym membership or mm -hmm. something you will take off you will get strength quickly and then eventually you plateau it's like anything it's like a learning curve. right you kind of go up so quick and then it's a new stimulus for your body to adapt right yeah um, I think people even noticed at work the first day I went to the gym with you guys. The next day, they said I was small. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro, it's not fair, man. <laughs> Inside joke. Uh, but that's a good point about the travel. I didn't even consider that. It is uh, very difficult traveling and you know being on the work dime, getting it paid for, and just go wherever you want and airport food and all that. That can make it really difficult. So I didn't even think of that. Yeah, that's a that's the only real negative I had from him. That one, and obviously, he doesn't really, in, you know, doesn't enjoy the gym like we do. But yeah. not having a membership is a big one. So not having a membership and <laughs> and travel is the two. The world is my gym. The world is your gym. Yeah, the world is my gym. Yeah, I've heard myths of you <laughs> doing pull ups in trees and stuff while you run, but I've never seen it happen. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you can't keep up while I'm running. Nah, uh, my ass. And even not Ooh. working out, we do all these Spartan races, and he does can clear more of the obstacles than Umberto. Umberto's hey, uh, Kenny, just got too much mass. Kenny, how fast do you run? I run fast. <laughs> Did you guys ever run your mile? I sent you my fast mile time of nine minutes and eighteen seconds. Oh no, I didn't no. do that one. You pansies. <laughs> I had two German shepherds make me stop too. <laughs> I didn't get to tell you because these I'm, I'm at the end of I probably have a tenth of a mile to go. I just ran out half a mile using Strava and came back. And uh 
it's nighttime. I, it was like a weekday and I decided to go running at like eight o'clock at night. So it's nighttime and I hear these dogs in front of their yard in a, you know, in front of a house and I'm getting close and I'm like, well, you know, even if they're little schnauzers, I'll just, or whatever, little tiny dogs, I'll just cross the street. So I go across the street and they had metal collars on and tags and I hear them come across the street after me and I'm just like, oh <laughs> shit. And so I just stop and walk because I didn't want to be, look like a running scared chicken, you know? That's kind of weird because normally the, the your your first instinct would be like to even take it up like fifteen notches and run your no ass way. off to get away from them. No way! I was like thinking, stand my ground. I know how you know dogs smell fear, and I I was fifteen percent afraid. I was like, oh shit! I mean, that's why I crossed the street. But mm. and then I, they come over. I hear them coming across the street, and I can't even see them till they're about ten yards away. But I heard their collars ching 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 as they're coming over. And then I, so 10 yards away, I realized it's two German shepherds, you know, 80 pound German shepherds. And I'm like, Christ. And they come, they had to go around <laughs> some bushes to get to me, but they come right up to me. And as they're like three yards away, I was like, you know, I gave them a good bark. Like I, I sort of yell <laughs> bark at them. Hey, this was stand your ground. I was trying to scare them off. And they're like, they didn't even flinch. Nothing happened. And they just kind of are like trotting up next to me and they're smelling the grass and they smell me a little. But I'm still a little nervous. It's two German shepherds. I didn't know what was going to happen. It's middle of the night. No one's around. And then I, you know, so they're walking and they get ahead of me a little. And I was just like, I was like, get, get. And I was trying to get them to just go away. And then a couple seconds, it was probably a whole 20 second encounter, but their owner came out from across the street and called them back in. But so it's a good so it's a good thing you were only 15% scared because if you had like right. 20% fear in you, they definitely yeah. would have attacked you. They would have bit into my rump. They, they would have just chewed right. that thing up. That they like, that's lean beef. We would have <laughs> chowed down on it. At nine percent, baby. <laughs> Can we hear your uh German Shepherd scare bark? <laughs> I don't want to I'm kind of interested mic. now. Like, no, Hurr. just but <laughs> It might have been even more human, like half human, half dog. It might have been like woof with like rah into it. <laughs> I mean, I put my hands up a little even. I was trying to get them to like run away. Like I said, if I and you put your hands you, up like you were gonna fight them, like a big tall bear, like up in the air. <laughs> it's two German shepherds, man. You've seen the police videos. I'm a six foot bear with nine percent body fat. I'm a six foot bald bear. Rawr. <laughs> <laughs> if it was Umberto at 240, they would have believed it. Oh, man. That, so that was like two weeks ago. So, But anyways, my time would have been even faster because I had to stop for like 20 seconds. I might have been sub nine minutes on that mile. <laughs> anyways, side challenge. Yeah, that's right. All right. So Kenny. So now Kenny talks about input Kenny. Input on yourself. Uh, I'd have to agree on... My strengths, um, I think the only time I've really worked out in the gym is with you guys several years ago when we worked together. So I'd probably have that new gym growth. Um, weaknesses, definitely traveling. I eat so shitty when I travel. Um, three meals a day, eating at fast food places, restaurants. Not to mention that I, I don't like to leave food on my plate. Yeah. It, and American portions are way too big. So I feel stuffed after every meal. Um, so that definitely doesn't help. <clears throat> um, 
the other thing going into this, I was planning on actually trying to work out and uh, at least coming close to being in competition with you guys. But uh, right at the beginning, I don't know what I did, but I did something to my chest where I started having really bad chest pains. Um, I mean, it hurt stretching, doing push-ups, standard stuff. I think the only thing I can do right now is run without it hurting. And even then, sometimes... Isn't it, it during, like, one of your yoga classes or something? No, I mean, the, yoga the, irritated it, but that's not what caused it. Just, uh, like... So I did do seven... I was doing daily yoga. Um, that was my initial um, plan for working into this competition was start yoga, um, just get sweat building, uh, try and get a little limber start some cardio and then start getting into not necessarily uh, weights in the gym, but calisthenics and stuff like that. And then I have not made a doctor appointment to go see what's wrong with my chest. So just kind of waiting till work gets a little less busy and then planning on going to the doctor and then go from there. But at this point, uh, the end of May is coming up pretty close, pretty quickly. So, You've yeah. already tapped out. Yeah, I pretty much tapped out at this point. <laughs> yeah, just take care of yourself. I mean, obviously, me and Alberto don't know how bad it is. Only you know, but Alberto uh, <laughs> gave you the non-doctor examination and said you were okay, <laughs> whatever that means. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I Definitely, if it's bothering you, get it checked out. Yeah, I think it's going on like three months now that it's been hurting, so I probably should get it yeah, checked that's out. That's a good idea. All right. So that's Kenny. I guess we move on. Should we do me next or Umberto? Let's finish with you. Go B. Me? Yeah, let's finish with you. So let's let's oh, go okay. around the table. So for Umberto, I have strengths. Has a big frame that is somewhat atrophied due to injury. So obviously Umberto a lot bigger. He's 50 pounds more than me, something like, you know, and that's when he's, I guess you were a little heavier because of your injury. Uh, 240 when we started this thing, typically I think you're more around like 225, right? Mm-hmm. But still 50 pounds more than me, like 65 or so pounds more than Kenny. So I feel like just having that, again, we are doing as a part of uh, body weight, but I feel like just having more size to put size onto would help you somewhat. Um, and you're not a skinny dude. You got, you know, big wide shoulders and all that. Um, and then the atrophied part, you know, having not uh, worked out because of your injury, I think that almost, I'm sh- I would say that put you in a condition close to Kenny where Kenny doesn't really lift weights hardly ever. You hadn't lifted weights in several months. Um, it might even put you in a better spot because you were in a decline. So you're kind of at a worse spot for you, but you sort of would gain strength back quickly and get back to where you were kind of quick. So that was my opinion on that as you were sort of your injury put you in a spot where you were depleted or whatever you want to call it, but you're in a, in a spot where you could jump up kind of quick once you do get back into the gym. So I put, because of that, your muscles would grow kind of like a beginner. And then the other strength I have is that you want to be big. Um, you're, you're a big dude and you like being big. And because of that, you have no problem uh, mentally, uh, or whatever you want to call it, going into a caloric surplus, which is what you need to gain weight. Obviously you got to put in 
take in more calories than you're burning off and lift weights and all that kind of stuff. And after that, I mean, that's probably step one. After that, you get into uh, macros, protein, fats, and uh, carbohydrates and all that stuff. But uh, I mean, just the way you give me input and stuff, I can tell that you're like, let's go. It's gung ho time to eat lots of food. And I'm a little more like, Oh, I just want to ease into this and see how much do I see change even when I add some weight on the point is your strengths were you're kind of weak and atrophied a little due to not lifting weights because of the injury. And then your, your, your enthusiasm about being big and gaining weight and eating a lot. Uh, and then, so weaknesses I had eats out pretty often, which I think is true. Uh, a sarcastic one doesn't follow the same workout routine as me. Um, <laughs> that was sort of a, a joke there. Um, and then I remember, so the third weakness I had was you had told me your plan for cutting at one point, which was you were going to bulk up for several months. And like the last somewhere between one to two months, you were going to do like cutting, like kind of mm -hmm. lose some of the fat. Right. And you were saying, from what I remember, and I wrote this down fairly soon after you told me, you were going to run five days a week with multiple days of running twice a day. And then Work also out. lifting weights on all those days is what I well, interpreted as. It was, it was, it was, I was adding cardio to my workouts. Uh -huh. So cardio includes uh, inclined treadmill walk at a decent pace for 15, 20 minutes. Okay. Not necessarily like an all out sprint to where you're. Yeah, not necessarily jogging, but it was just adding some cardio. So the morning cardio sessions is just pretty much 20 minutes only on a stair climber. Okay. And it's enough to where I break a sweat. But okay. it's something to rev the engine, if you will, right. uh, as soon as you wake up. And But it's only 20 minutes, so it's not a, it's not a long duration. Um, I don't want to lose any muscle mass, and I'm, most of the time I'm doing them fasted anyway. So mm -hmm. I want to try to just get in, get a quick accelerated heart rate, Doing the morning um, stuff fast. Yeah, doing the morning okay. stuff fast. Boost the yeah, a little. It, I would say it's light cardio, but yeah. it's so just kind of like boost the immune system. I mean that the metabolism, light cardio. And that's it. So it's not necessarily running. Okay. But anyway, going back to, I mean, you, you. So you see that as a negative. Well, you said I must have interpreted cardio as if you said cardio, I interpreted that as running five days a week with some days twice a day running. And, right. You know, not walking or a treadmill or you know something like that, where it's sort of slow, steady state cardio. Running is steady state, but slow, right. low impact cardio. And mm -hmm. my thought on that was, holy shit, how is he going to sustain running, <laughs> jogging five days a week and sometimes twice or, or yeah, five days a week and sometimes twice a day? That yeah. didn't seem sustainable. You're going to burn out in two weeks. Right. So that's all. But I, I guess that's would get. I wouldn't have put that on there if I knew you meant sort of like walking and treadmill, which, which still isn't, you know, too much of anything is not good. And obviously that stuff balances you out. So it sounds like you weren't going to be running as much as I had said. Have you started that yet? Just out of curiosity, because we are down to like the last month. Uh, no, bro. I'm you actually cutting. You should be cutting. I am cutting, but I'm <laughs> so. <laughs> you have that other desire that's a strength that makes you want to gain weight. No, <laughs> that's right. That's right. So I've no, I've watched. I've reduced my car my carb intake, so I'm okay. not eating as many carbohydrates as I was at the beginning, just to kind of bulk up, I guess. And I started doing more cardio, so now I'm actually taking two days off from lifting weights and only doing cardio. So they're like thirty minutes of just cardio sessions. 
Okay. So I'll try to burn more calories. And on those days, I don't work out. I don't lift weights. Gotcha. So I've kind of just started that the last two weeks. So far, so good, bro. It feels all right. All right. Kenny, do you have any uh, thoughts on Umberto? Uh, I guess my thoughts for both of you are kind of on the same lines for at least positives. But um, Berto, I would say, obviously, is committed to working out and committed to the challenge. Um, and with that, he enjoys all the workouts he does and going to the gym. He's got a gym membership, which is a positive. <laughs> that, that helps. Yeah, it, it does. Um so yeah, just overall committed to the challenge and enjoys the workouts and I guess trying to get um the best shape as he can. Some negatives I have are obviously his injuries uh kind of hold him back some, I think. Um I think there's a shoulder injury and the pec injury, if I'm not mistaken. Shoulder so at least good. two. Shoulder was Shoulders, yeah. shoulders good. Okay. Yeah, but um, shoulder was an issue. But yeah, no, I'm okay now. But yeah, still. The, the shoulders. The shoulders. Shoulders. Two of the three team members have had shoulder issues in the past. <laughs> hey, the third one doesn't. He never works out. Oh. <laughs> that's what maybe. We're maybe learning. That's why. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Guys, learn from your mistakes. Stop working out. Eat donuts. <laughs> um. And then I guess the other one I, I had as a, a weakness is I think he breaks his diet fairly easily, um, more so on like bestie weekends and stuff like that. Not not necessarily everyday life, but some weekends he might have a, a party weekend where he uh, eats all the sweets, kind of breaks his diet a little bit. I don't yeah, know I what you think about that, Berto. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's everyone. 3M cookies say, and ice cream. It's, it's, it's hard to be uh, on point on your diet all the time. It's just how off the rails does it take you. Right. Right. Yeah, no, I agree. I think my diet is my biggest issue. So, yeah, no, I agree. And, and, and you say that because when we hang out, and you see it firsthand, you know. <laughs> so you oh, definitely worry, are I'm a marker for you. that. <laughs> Alberto, what do you think of yourself? What are your strengths and weaknesses? Um, I'd say the strength would be the motivation, the self-enthusiasm to get back to where I was. Um, the injury is definitely a setback, but it's nothing to keep me from progressing. So the six months I wasn't able to do anything I understand the injury takes time to heal and I can't do anything. I can't be stupid about my recovery. So now that I am able to be able to do my regular workouts, obviously. So right now, as it sits, I'm pretty much back to full strength on shoulders, back, arms, legs. My chest, though, is still maybe 40% of what it was, but I'm not concerned with that. I'm able to work out. So just with the goal of me able to go to the gym and, and push and, you know, I'm, I'm – me and you have, me and Alan have worked out a lot. So me and him have the same mentality of, you know, going hard and leaving it, leaving everything we can at the gym. We do, we, we share the same, the same like mentality. So just being able to, the passion, the passion for the pump. So just being able to go and, and, you know, and, and stress the chest enough, even within, 
you know, the range of, you know, obviously staying light enough to where nothing hurts, but just being able to push myself that, that, that's, that's what feeds me. So I think my enthusiasm is good. Um, I think I have that as a plus two, my muscle memory, um, like what you guys were saying, jumping back kind of like the beginner stage. I don't know if it's, if it's as good as a beginner, but muscles have memory in them. So they, they spring back sort of quickly. So I think maybe since January to now, I'm able to get back to full strength on everything else. I think that's just kind of like muscle memory kicking in. So I think the muscle memory aspect is good. And then the other one is I've been eating a lot more. I've, I, I used to not eat quantity as much, just trying to like the salads aspect and the no carbs and the, you know, cutting complete carbs out of every meal. And at the end of the day, I'm only at like, you know, less than a hundred carbs where you can't grow on a hundred carbs. You just can't. So I think I've been eating a lot more. And then I guess, I don't know if you want to call it cheating, but I'm, I'm actually paying for meals to be delivered to the house now. So before I would have to meal prep myself. Now I'm getting two meals a day paid for, I pay for them and they deliver two meals a day. So the, the, I'm still selecting like from the, I guess, low carb option. So, you know, each, each meal has maybe 30 carbohydrates, but it has, you know, 30 grams of protein and five or six gram, five or 10 grams of fat, but it's still another meal I'm getting in where before I wasn't. So I think me eating more is now actually helping me plus with the muscle memory thing. So I think that's my other positive. Um, my negatives, though, I would say I agree with Kenny. I think my diet is, is shit. I mean, when we get together and we hang out, you know what I mean? Like, I drink beer and I drink booze, and I think that ruins it. And just being able to, like he said, you know, midnight cookies and ice cream, and, you know, every once in a while it's just like, ah, fuck it, I'll burn it off on Monday. But that mentality is 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 keeping me versus advancing me. So I think my diet's number one, but that's everybody's problem, right? Everyone yeah, has was, issues with I was, it. I was gonna say, outside of like, whatever holidays and fun weekends and stuff, are you like that, like, twice a week or every week or something, or do you feel like? I mean, because I, I, I don't know. It's hard to say. Oh, on you know Thanksgiving, I pig out. Man, that's my downfall. I, and I'm not trying to mock you or whatever. No, 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 no. I agree, bro. No, it's it's. I'd say maybe the reason I I call it as one of my negatives is because I think. I think the biggest contributor to your health is food. Mm-hmm. You can work out and that's maybe a, I don't know, a 20% contribution. You yeah. can sleep enough. Sleep is really important. So yeah. you got to give your body enough time to recover. That's maybe another 20%. But I really feel like the 40, the, the 60% is food. Yeah. Is what you eat, what you feed. It's like a car. If your car is gas and you feed it diesel, it's going to run like shit. It's not going to progress. It's not going to, you know what I'm saying? So I think my limitation, one of my big ones is food. So I, you know, I, I try to count my macros the best I can, but you know, I don't know, whatever, uh, one a weekend with the besties, oh, let's get some ice cream or, you know, a couple beers with dinner or something. That's stuff that I don't need to do if I'm focused in that direction. But that is one of my flaws. Right. Um, the only other one is, um, I guess, a mental barrier. So the going hard aspect, you know what I mean? Like you want to go and, you know, you want to do that last rep. But because I've had shoulder issues, because I've had chest, I just, you know, recovering from chest surgery, I think maybe a mental barrier for myself is is that. Yeah. Um, you know you have to hold yourself back a little so you don't. Exactly. So instead of, right. So instead of me maybe going through the set with full potential, I hold back a bit because I'm worried about the injury. I want to make sure I'm not 
you know, overdoing it. So instead of me able to do, you know, just throwing any, any example out, something between, you know, a, a good weight for eight to 10 reps. Now I'm actually doing a lesser weight for 12 to 15 reps. Right. So, you know what I mean? It's that kind of scenario where I'm in my head, I think I'm restricting myself, but I'm trying to be cautious because I just lost six, six months of my life. So right. I can't, I have yeah. to be smart about this. I can't be stupid. So it's, it's just, I think that's the second negative I have. Yeah. It's not your ego, but you're feeling good and you want to go to that next set of dumbbells up or whatever. And you got to kind of pull back and be like, you know, know where you are and know what just happened. Like you're saying six months, you've been out of commission in some sense of it. So I think that, I think that's a, a good lessons learned. And mm-hmm. I think re- one of the reasons why I blew my chest out was that not necessarily like trying to, you know, be a big man aspect of it, but mm-hmm. you know, the, the uh, so okay, a little background. The reason I blew it that weekend, I had a couple people over. The weekend before I blew it, I had a couple people over. We were talking about um, high school football. One of my nephews plays high school football, and they were doing the one rep max thing. Well, I've never done that in my life. And Alan used to play high school football, so he's kind of he has a good workout for it. He has had a prep for it. He's he even sent me everything. You know, he was talking to me about it. My other friends were talking to me about it. So that kind of stemmed it. They planted the seed. You know, one rep max. Well, 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 what's mine? I've never done it before. So let me see what my one rep max is. We were kind of clowning my nephew because he was only able to, to lift a little bit. And everybody else in the conversation was like, oh, that's easy. I can do that with no problem. And this well, is bench press we're talking about. This is, yeah, this is bench press. And then I guess to elaborate, I never bench press. I don't even like bench press. I do, you know, dumbbell presses, Hammersmith presses. I do other things with my chest, never do flat bench. So that conversation stemmed a seed that was like well i guess maybe feeding my ego well let me see how much i can lift so that way next time we have this conversation i can say oh yeah i can do so and so or this is this is my limit or whatever so that week is when it happened i never do bench i sat on the bench and did like alan said me and him talking on a side note he even said i lifted a hundred and whatever extra pounds more than what i've ever lifted ever on the bench yeah we used to go to the gym and you'd put up 225 some stupid number of times on you know barbell bench you 225 14 times or something like that and what you were trying to max out it you know you stepped it up you did a little at a time but the final number was like 345 or something yeah 355 but i mean the point is i guess is the, the the lesson learned is you go to the gym to to benefit yourself you go to the gym because you want to first off it's uh, uh, this is just my perspective it's a place of zen you're able to like decompress from the day you don't think of anything it's just you in the weights and Mm -hmm. your muscles and your pump and you like de-stress but I guess the reason the next step is you're doing it for your health you're doing it because you want to ensure that your ligaments and your tendons and your bones stay flexible stay strong so when you get to 80 years old you don't have the bones of a you know a a frail chicken or whatever you know what i'm saying so it's just it's just health you're building throughout the years so if you go to the gym with that mentality i don't care what i'm lifting i can do the same great exercise great pump get a great sweat my muscle is infused with blood which is the point of your workout and you do it with 20 pounds so do 20 pounds. I don't care if the fucking chick next to me is doing 35 pounds. It doesn't, that's not the point. I'm going because of me. Yeah. So I, think, I, think the, I think that's one lesson learned is remove your ego from 
everything you do. It, it, just because you want to outdo the guy next to you, that's that's not the race. The race is you against yourself. So yeah. if I'm able to go and I'm able to do 15 reps at whatever rate, whatever weight one week, try to up the weight next week, but in increments to yourself, not to the guy next to you or whatever conversation you were having at some stupid party where people were drunk and you were, everyone would just talk <laughs> shit. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? Me and the other guy did egg you into that a little. We were, come on, man, you're huge. You can do a lot. Blah, blah, so it's all your fault. This is all your yeah. fault. Yeah, I don't feel guilty. Though. So, yeah, we're looping back in almost to my first episode about pushing, and I am all about that. It's it's effort, and I think you just said uh, it's you against yourself. How hard are you pushing yourself? But there is a there's a phrase, a quote from one of the Batman movies with uh, Christian Bale is the Batman. But I forget which one it is. It was either the first or second, and Alfred tells Batman, uh, "Know your limits." And that's a quote I've used a lot to people. And it's, I don't know if it was since injuring my shoulder or not, but, uh, you know, there's pushing yourself, but then there's also like kind of ego driven stupidity. You have to know uh, what you're capable of. And if you've just injured yourself, you know, sort of respect that you can't just throw caution to the wind. So um, you don't go try and climb Mount Everest without even having walked up some flight of stairs before. (laughs) That's good. Yeah, exactly. Now on to you. So for me, I have strengths. And this is all, all this stuff I have is from, I wrote this up shortly after we came up with the challenge and started it. Um, for me, I have strengths. Uh, I'm on a long stretch of being highly disciplined and highly driven. And at the time, that's the case. Like I said, I was eating salads every day for like, I would honestly say somewhere between four and six months at work. I mean, I was probably one or two days in there. I slipped up, but I was like salads with tomatoes and mushrooms and, and chicken and light Italian dressing and stuff. And, you know, maybe it was tuna sometimes, but I was on point with my diet for a long time and, um, and highly driven too. I, as I said, in November, I had started the F, you know, really pushing myself healing from a shoulder injury and realizing I could get after it in the gym. So uh, in that sense, I was on a long streak of like, I wasn't going to break it. I'm seeing results. I'm eating good and I'm working out hard and I was seeing change. So it was like that extra bit of motivation to kind of not come off of that, you know, where it's like being addicted to cigarettes. If you've been addicted for 20 years, it's a little harder than if you've been smoking for a month, maybe a bad analogy, but um, <laughs> that was, I was on a roll. That's my point. Uh, my number two strength I had is I have a plan, which I did. Um, so I have it written down in the published plan for the perpetual pump, which is a, a secret <laughs> notebook I have that neither of you guys have access to. I've sent you screenshots of, you know, little snippets of showing off what it is, but essentially I've started logging all my workouts every day. And um, so the first uh, six weeks of my workout for this challenge was full body workout two days on one day off. And that's full body. meaning I was doing like, squats i was doing legs every day i wasn't squatting every day but i do some form of legs every day some form of chest um and you kind of alternate it a little where you don't go high intensity and stuff every day because you can't but um that's sort of like a beginner's strength building program uh and then it was either so six weeks of that five weeks of push pull split which is basically you use all your pushing muscles on one day uh, bench press, squat, stuff like that, and all your pulling muscles on the other day. 
you know, biceps, pull-ups, which is back, um, you know, hamstrings and stuff like that for your legs. And uh, so that was five weeks of the push-pull split. And I, that went to three days of working out and then one day off. Um, and then this last finishing up, it's like five or six weeks of, uh, I think they call it antagonist training, where essentially I do like I'll do bench or dumbbell bench. And then right after that, no break, I do a set of bench and go straight into like horizontal rows for your back. So you're working opposing muscle groups. So chest and back, uh, quads and hamstrings, shoulders, and a different part of your back. But anyways, and it's all these different uh, programs I've looked up. Um, so I'm going really detailed here, but I have a plan and it's, I've been sticking to it pretty good. Um, the third strength I have written down is that at the time, most likely I wouldn't be cutting any weight. And that was because I was so lean. I, my thought was I could just eat heavy and gain weight all the way up the whole four or five months into the, into the way in, um, and just be gaining muscle the whole time. Um, I am pulling back a little on calories this last week or so, but that's sort of cause I, uh, had a week or so where I wasn't eating great. So I'm trying to just not have so much fat on me for the end of the competition. Um, so that's what I have for strengths weaknesses. Uh, at the time I put might already be peaking. I really believe that I, that was my biggest disadvantage. I would say at the, at the way in 9% body fat, I was pretty lean and you guys were, as we said, sort of grow like a beginner stage. You guys were at a point where you could have gone in the gym and ran some and had huge, you could have gained muscle and lost body fat and destroyed me in this competition. Uh, so the peaking thing I thought was a disadvantage. It's hard to, you know, if you just ran your best marathon time ever, how are you going to go out and run it an even better one the next day? Um, not to say it's not possible, but that was my viewpoint at the time. Uh, another weakness, uh, kind of mentioned it already bouncing off one of Umberto's strengths, but not wanting to get huge, uh, and just meaning I'm not as willing to eat so many calories to gain the weight. Um, I, I, again, I'd say I'm fine gaining muscle, but not really. Sometimes you have to gain fat to gain muscle. It's hard to not do that. Uh, and I'm not looking to, you know, put it right on your belly, which is where a lot of men tend to put their fat. Kenny. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, and actually, I guess I would say my third weakness, I, I said the peaking thing might be the biggest one, but uh, my third one, I said, uh, if my door opens, it tends to stay open. And what that means is, uh, that's referring to my diet. Um, essentially, if I eat a tiny little Hershey's chocolate, that can lead to be the key to me, like just open the door to like donuts and pizza and all kinds of stuff, you know, two plates of spaghetti with cheese sauce all over it and stuff like that so when i'm you know my strength was at the start of this thing i've been on a long time period of being like really on point on my diet but my problem tends to be if i you know go to umberto's for a weekend and there's a party i eat for one day bad the next day i'm like fuck it do it again you know <laughs> you tied to it's like i'm kind of like a on or off type person where i'm either like militant on my diet and regimented and everything or i'll go for a week or two and just be like stop at that wendy's on the way home get a large frosty you know go to <laughs> eat get the haagen chunky you know whatever the what is it ben and jerry's chunky monkey ice cream and eat a pint Ooh, that's good 700 calories all at once 
Um, so that's, you know, that's a bad one for me. Um, and that's what I have for me as far as strengths and weaknesses. I don't know if you guys have anything. Can you sneak? I'm going to sneak chocolate into your salad so you start eating like really bad and lose the competition so I can at least get second place. Well, here's the, I don't think that would matter because it's, it's a mental thing. It's like I, I sort of, that's, I think that's why I compare it to a door. It's the key to my mind. It's not, I'm not going to like subliminally have chocolate in my stomach and that makes me eat bad. It's that I let myself fall down the floor or whatever, you know, fall down the stairway into that. So you just have so to bring over like freshly baked cookies or like some kind of like fresh yeah. donuts to his house is what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I can manage that. Oatmeal raisin. I got some spare ones okay. laying around. <laughs> <laughs> um, as far as strengths, I mean, I got pretty similar to Umberto. Uh, obviously, you're committed, um, as you've discussed, and you enjoy working out. Uh, it's definitely really key to this challenge um, whereas I have neither of those aspects going into this challenge as far as weaknesses I didn't really have too much weaknesses other than coming into this you were already peaking as you said and that that puts you at a disadvantage as far as overall change and winning the competition unless me and Umberto just sit there and eat donuts the entire time <laughs> Which I probably have been doing, but I don't think Umber- I don't think Umberto's been doing that. So, I think that's kind of a disadvantage for you. Is that it? Yeah, that's pretty much all I got. Wow. No weaknesses. <laughs> oh, I guess I guess I guess another strength would be uh, that you don't drink. That, that, that's a that's big true. strength. Damn, that um, is true. That's a big one. Yeah, you guys had mentioned that on the side, and I, I remember in my brain laughing it off, but then I realized, oh, that's that's the same thing as Umberto being willing to, you know, eat extra to gain weight and gain muscle. So it's sort of it's just a dietary choice when you break it down. But yeah, no, not, your 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 dietary choices go way left field when you're drunk. I mean, I think most of the time that the cookie and an ice cream thing that Kenny brought up is only happens when I'm drunk. So, I mean, I, I think you not being able to drink helps you stay on course versus Kenny or me go out and have for a couple of beers. And we're like, oh, let's have some wings or let's get some pizza to go with our wings and let's dip our pizza in the oil that comes from Papa John's. That's just so delicious. We're just going to drink the oil right out of the can. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, you not being able to drink is a huge plus. Uh, I don't know because if I'm with you guys at that time, I'm going to eat the same stuff you're eating. No, you're going to order a salad. Fight <laughs> <laughs> you. Mm-hmm, that's right. Uh, so many strengths and no weaknesses. I'm going to win. So who did you, I, so I already so. said I thought Umberto would win. Who did you guys think would win? I mean, I'm Hold on, I haven't beat. gone. What are you doing? You're robbing oh, me of my opportunity. I'm sorry, my bad. Uh, so my ego was so <laughs> I, I see that. Me. So let me go ahead and continue to pump that fucking ego of yours up. <laughs> so some of the strengths I have for you, bro, are I think your dedication. I think your dedication is phenomenal. Um, I didn't think you worked out hard enough, though, because when me and you used to work out, I was your pushing factor. I don't. You always wanted to quit. So the last time, no, I think it's twice now. You've come up to visit and we work out. You have a different drive. You're like it's completely different. You're you are pushing so much better now. So I think that is a huge plus. 
that and the fact that you're just dedicated, bro. I mean, you you have a great just dedicating same just self motivation. You have great self motivation. So that and the fact that you're working out so much better, it, that's a huge plus. I think your diet, your diet is both. I have your diet as a negative, and I have your diet as a positive. Your diet to me sucks to grow mass. You eat <laughs> salads all the time. You have you need carbs to grow muscle. You need proteins to repair your muscles once you've torn them i I think you don't eat enough you have a great your frame is awesome you i think you eat very very lean and obviously nine percent i mean that's how that's how you got there you work out hard and you're eating too lean so a plus is your diet because it's a good diet but it's a negative because you're not growing i think if you started to eat more and, and i mean eat like you know a half a cup of rice you know two or three times a day or half a cup of oatmeal, you know, before your workout or something, just throw good carbs in a timely manner. It would help you to grow more. So I think that's your negative. I don't think you're eating right. So if you ate better to suit you, the growth, you can gain a lot more because you're working out a lot harder and you have great dedication. Yeah. So, not, those, so not eating right for this competition for what we're trying to do. Yeah, and I guess it kind of circles back because you said you didn't really care about growing much. So your strength is your your dedication, your huge improvement in your workout. Your food is a positive, but on the negative side of things, I think your food, to me, is the only negative you have. I don't think you overtrain. I think you train well to your limit. So you you very rarely, a couple of times we've worked out, at least with your new your new style, you don't go past failure. You kind of do just to good failure and that's exactly where you want to take your reps so i think you're the only negative to me as far as from a growing aspect is just your food i think your only negative i have for you is just your diet and obviously the other positive of you not drinking is huge so that kind of obviously complements the other two so three positives one negative yeah all right i'll just comment i mean just so i the, the diet i was following when i was eating all you know and i still eat salads um i have them for dinner sometimes whatever uh I think your point is eating. I, I, I was eating healthy, but not, as I said, good for this competition for weight gain. I think I use an app a lot called Lose It, um, and it's just a, a food tracking app where it tells you, uh, you know, you put in, I had whatever, three eggs for breakfast, and then at lunch, whatever, you put whatever you ate in there, and it tells you your calories, and it breaks it down. If it's a good uh, put into the program, well, it tells you your macros and salt and fat and all that stuff so anyways macros fats carbs and protein again um so it really helps there and for me it's really sort of just a awareness tool but anyways because of that program i know that before this challenge started i was eating like 90 grams of carbs a day which really isn't i wouldn't that's not low carb that's not atkins that's not paleo or anything or not paleo what's the other uh, keto um it's not that any is- cut Huh. That is pretty low, though. 90 it's, grams it's, it's, is pretty low. It's pretty low. And honestly, That's... at the time, I when I realized that, I was like, geez, how do you even get lower? Because I'm eating what you consider carbs in lettuce, carbs. like, And I don't think you actually do because if it's fiber, you cancel it out. But right. anyway, so I was around 90. And now I'm lately from the competition, I've increased that where I eat, you know, I am eating oatmeal on purpose and rice and quinoa and all that kind of stuff and now i'm more typically any given day i'm over 200 grams um which definitely helps um right 
but just the point on that was I was eating good and healthy diet for any regular person, just not necessarily for a weight gain type muscle gain diet. Um, and I guess the other side point on that diet change is I have, I mean, because I was lifting weights probably hard and going at it a little harder, I was actually the, you guys, I mean, I know you don't like lifting weights, Kenny, but the whole body thing, it was nuts when I went on that for five or six week, weeks, my strength kept going up and I was going, it was really nice. I liked it for a change. You, you have to do everything every day. So that kind of sucks, but you don't do a lot of volume every on everything, which is nice. And I was doing two days of working out and a day off. So every three days I have a day off, which normally I, before that I was used to going to the gym every weekday, five days in a row, and then taking the weekend off. Um, but having those breaks more often was really nice. But anyways, with the diet, I was eating as much as they say carbs are bad for you. I was staying the same weight and getting stronger. And I even lost weight for a little while, increasing my calories and increasing my carbs. Just kind of a point on that on, you know, carbs and all that aren't necessarily bad for you. So I said, I thought Umberto would win based on my, you know, opinions of him and where we were to start this. Who did each of you think would win? I'd have to say I thought Umberto was going to win as well. Yeah. <laughs> and I have to say, I think I would win as well. So three <laughs> points for me. <laughs> there you go. So we got a month we, left. We I, shall I, see Memorial Day weekend. A, a month or so ago, I wasn't so sure. And I don't know. I need to get right again. But uh, I don't know. I, I was unstoppable in my first two phases of my workout I went through. And honestly, you mentioned my workouts not being so not, you know, as much effort. And they probably weren't. You know, I, I, I've been working out more than half my life so you get through these lulls and everything but at the you same would be time, angry at me bro you would be angry okay. because i wanted to work out more <laughs> definitely i definitely would but my point on that is we have fundamentally different found like different foundations on our thoughts on lifting weights you you are That's like true. mr repetition and pump and volume and i from football from what we talked about and you maxing out and all that stuff right. i am more of a strength training based guy and you know you do a bench press and then two accessory workouts and you're done when i would get angry we'd be on our like ninth vertical back workout of like <laughs> pull-ups and then lat pull downs and then hammer grip lat pull downs and then like assisted <laughs> band reverse grip pull-ups and stuff and i'm just like dude we've done 90 reps of back already like what are we doing and i think you know i don't know if that has advantages or not um and it, it definitely does in certain stages and that's what i'm doing right now and uh one thing i'll say is i've noticed that going so now i'm in more of a pump phase where i'm doing more reps and before the whole time i was doing more high weight kind of like six to eight reps now I'm more like 12 reps on everything I would feel so strong when I left the gym before doing the strength tough. Now I leave the gym and I just feel tired and that's not a bad thing, but like, I used to feel like I could like, you know, body slam a gorilla or something when I leave the gym to <laughs> be like, fuck yeah. I feel like I just got a surge of like power. And now I'm like, I feel like I just ran a marathon or swam two miles in the ocean and just got like beat up. So it's an interesting thing where I change into the, the, hypertrophy the pump method right. it's a different feeling right, right. well i guess we'll see which one works but if you're seeing better growth this way then this is a new mentality for you right 
So we all uh, think Umberto's going to win with a month to go. You got, well, I guess that was at the beginning. I guess you all still feel that way? I do. Yeah. Okay. I'm leaning a little more towards me. Put Ooh. some stock in myself. Ooh. Um, I control this thing. You but, eat them uh, carbs, buddy. So I had a couple comments, too, uh, just on learning from this so far, learning from the challenge. Uh, I put um, four months is a long time to stay dedicated. Um, and it really is. It's January till May, mid January till the end of May. So like four, four and a half months. Um, and basically saying it's not going to be a sprint. You don't win just by showing up at the gym uh, and working out how I used to. Uh, it's, you know, you got to push every day and obviously showing up is a big part of it. But it, I've noticed lately, like, being on this program where I'm writing stuff down, it has definitely helped. But now being in like going into the last month of this challenge, I am running out of juice a little bit. It's like, <laughs> I feel like I've been like so stringent and like robotic and like I do this and here I am. Oh, four days ago, I was doing the same workout pretty much. I might've been doing like dumbbells instead of barbells, but here I am again. Um, so that's something to, it, it's hard. It, this thing has helped and I've, definitely gained a lot of strength if not muscle too on this but it, it's um it's dwindling the uh the, the motivation and enthusiasm is dwindling a little bit so maybe your, just... yeah you touched on it at the beginning of the uh, of, you know of the discussion we had if you set goals for yourself you can shoot for that and you see you know basically light at the end of the tunnel the four months is a long tunnel yeah so i mean if we would have i mean the idea was for us to get together and have a mid mid-season if you want to call it weigh-in so we didn't have a half point weigh-in we our schedules didn't work out or whatever the case may be but i think if we would have had that you know that mid-season weigh-in it would have kind of helped spark the enthusiasm but because we missed it you know i think that's what's making it longer but um but no i completely agree with you maybe breaking it up or you know the the the, the now you have to dig deep for that enthusiasm mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I've, I've been like do i need to get on so i don't ever take pre-workout i'm like do i need to start getting some pre-workout and be in there jittering like a you know monk, you know fool in there and foaming at the mouth or something that's right um, and i know i don't know i'm gonna change something a little bit once this thing ends most likely i'll probably i don't know if i'll go to every other day or just start jogging a little or something but it's just been going like three days, then day off, three days, day off. And my workouts just cycle. It's, I, I'm going to have to do a little bit of a change once this is over, I think, just because I'm yeah. my brain. But uh, all right. So that's the challenge we've been going through for the last uh, four months since January. Uh, I'll have you guys back on for the uh, wrap up. If possible, we'll do a live weigh in podcast where uh, we actually record the weigh in and get the results and everything and see who that'd won. be good. Yeah, that'd be that'd be cool, um, and we'll see if we can make that happen. If not, it'll just be we'll do the weigh in and then record separately. Um, but uh, thank you guys for for being on and sharing your thoughts and everything. Thank and, you. Uh, so, anyways, I guess the the next episode relating to this to close out the challenge would be, you know, end of May, early uh, June. June. Yeah. yeah. But uh, if anyone listening. Uh, wants to comment uh the email for the show is learn from this mistake podcast at gmail.com um if you have input if you want to vote on who you think will win based on what we've told you 
uh, vote for Alan. That's me. Um, <laughs> I show. Um, I'm dedicated. I, I have no weaknesses. Um, I will win. Um, uh, you know, anything you want to put, comments, complaints, uh, it's too noisy. I say whatever too much when I'm broadcasting. Um, or if you want to share any kind of learning experience, I would pretty much read it how you write the email. And it doesn't have to be 30 minutes long. It could be five minutes. Um, but email it in if you have anything you want to share. Um, and maybe I'll put it out on the show and share your experience. But um, thank you for listening. Talk to you soon. Uh, if you'll excuse me, I got to go make some coffee.